Thursday, and you know what that means. This is your captain speaking, and welcome to episode 326 of Max Wrestling, the show that takes sports entertainment and shoves it straight up your ass. Coming up this week, it's double predictions week. We're putting our foresight to the test with Against All Odds and Takeover in your house. But first, allow me to welcome once again the co horsemen. This week, it is the podcast machine, Mike Lockett. So we live in a wrestling world where Shayna Baszler, who around this time last year, was a badass, killing everybody in the Elimination Chamber, facing Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, which she should have won last year. And then, you know, you put her in the tag team with Nia Jax. She wins the tag team championships. They're kind of on and off with Shayna Baszler. And now we live in a wrestling world where she's running away from a doll and stomping on a doll like she, it's the Undertaker resonating from the heavens and Alexa Bliss punching her, everything's going awry, and Corey Graves is like, where is everybody? What happened to all the people? Because the doll has the fucking power to get rid of the fucking people in the goddamn Thunderdome, man. And you got Shayna running around like it's the damn Conjuring or Annabelle, and you got this mixed martial artist friggin' running away from a doll. It's a cliffhanger. What did the doll do to her? It's like the ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan seeing his own reflection. It's like friggin' Angelina Love and Winter being lovers from another time. So what happens? Angelina Love becomes a love-possessed zombie is what happens, man. That's what the fuck happens, because of course it does. So we are on some other-level stuff with Alexa Bliss and Shanna Baszler. My dad said it best. Oh, here's a match I don't want to see. So yeah, Monday Night Raw, people. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your Raw recap. Oh, God. No, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I understand. And people were talking about, like, oh, well, how about Chucky? Yes, I understand. Because he did Chucky and Rick Steiner back in the day. Yes. And, I mean, we've done some stuff. And people are like, you know, oh, well, you know, we've had the Ministry of Darkness. We had what we had with The Fiend and, and uh, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. And now everybody's like, this is too far. But I'm like, here's the thing. I I can I see where people well. are coming. Yes. But I also see it from a stance where people say that. But I'm also like... We've come to a point in time with professional wrestling. It's like I'd like to watch an episode of Raw where I don't feel like I'm watching The Conjuring or Annabelle. I'd like to watch some professional wrestling, please. It it's not just that. I mean, if you look at the Ministry stuff that Undertaker did, the production was much better. There wasn't exactly. twenty thousand camera cuts and close ups. Um, yes, Undertaker used all this supernatural stuff, like you know, firing lightning and fireballs at Kane and. Um, Royal Rumble when he ascended into the heavens or rather his hologram did or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I mean, Undertaker this, didn't like... do it to a former MMA fighter. Right, and and the thing too is like a lot of people are saying it's like it's a watered down version of what we got with the Firefly Funhouse. We're also in, quote, the reality era now, so, you know, we're not that out of the loop anymore we know Shayna Baszler used to be an MMA fight so we know she was dominant in NXT so it's insulting to the audience to try and tell them that she's afraid of a doll yeah it's just uh and the other thing too is again this is why a lot of people tune out for Raw and then you got Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley and Drew McIntyre which again you have a contract signing and Drew breaks the table with the sword he cuts it in half and I'm like I don't care I no. don't care this did I mention I don't care this is why I stopped watching. I I read about the Shayna Baszler Alexa Bliss thing. I saw a clip of the table getting cut in half by a sword. Shit. Hey. I don't give a she shit. She already won. 
Jeff Hardy won, which is a plus. He beat Cedric Alexander. Jeff Hardy won a match in uh, almost a year, finally. It's too little, too late. Get him out of the fucking WWE. Well, we're in a stance where it came from Cedric is disrespecting the veterans. And, I mean, it's 50-50. He's beating up Shelton Benjamin and cheating, and then you put him with Jeff, he automatically loses. And we're in a world where Jackson Riker gets a haircut, and now he's a babyface. And, and you know, also gets to be- keep his job while the two guys whose careers he screwed up get fired. Right? Right? So, yeah, now he's he's a babyface with a haircut. And now he's shooting with Elias. Is he really a babyface? No, but still, no, are they, are they trying? Are they actually trying to make him a babyface? Yes. Oh fuck this company! Hey, he's the babyface in the feud against Elias. He's the but baby nobody face. likes him. I know, but he's a babyface. <laughs> Don't you understand? He's unhinged, Dazzy Dangerly. He's unhinged, Jackson Riker. He, you know, Elias screwed him for the tag titles, and now he's a babyface, that Jackson Riker. I am so glad I don't watch this shit. Hey okay. man, and then. Well, hold on. One more. Oh, you got to watch it. Oh, no. Friggin' Eva Marie's... Man, well, you're not going to watch next week because Eva Marie... Oh, yeah, I haven't watched for three weeks. I'm definitely going to tune in next week to see Eva Marie, right? Which, oh, again, they're talking about rumored about bringing a muscle in, and I'm like, Mercedes Martinez and Piper Niven, leave them in NXT and NXT UK. Do not bring them up to be her muscle. Mercedes Martinez has already been through shit on Raw. That's why she went back to NXT. Leave her alone. And same with Piper Niven. She's one of the top staples on NXT UK. Leave her alone. Yes. You already ruined one Scottish female wrestler. Well, Nikki Cross is, uh, is beat him or her and Oscar beating Rhea and Charlotte because they can't get along. But it's one of those things, man, where it's just like you tried this with Eva Marie in her early stages of NXT in 2015 when Nia made her debut and Nia was her bodyguard for a short time. And I mean... That was when she was facing Bailey for the NXT Women's title, but still. You can see Ross nope. talking about Ross making you tired. <laughs> I just, I, I fucking hate it. And I'm, here's the thing. I don't, when it comes to Eva Marie again, great body, great looking woman, but I still, she can improve as much as she wants. I still don't care about Eva Marie. The evolution. The evolution. No. You got rid of Mickey she... James, who's now too. She could improve tenfold and still be shit. Yes. And Brian Kendrick can train you as much as you want like he did back in the day. You still suck. He gave you his move, and you still sucked. Oh, <laughs> and now we've got this. Like I said, you got Mickey James, who's now producing an NWA all-women's yes. paper. I love that. Which like, Me too. She goes Just to NWA to produce an all-women's pay-per-view. It's literally a middle finger to Vince and Bruce Pritchard. I mean, like I said, (laughs) it's like, look at what you have at the Mae Young Classic and Evolution. She's just going to do exactly what that was. Bring in Santana Garrett, bring in a lot of the girls that they got released and just off the indies and it'll be great. And Mickey's producing it. So you got this. Yeah. And and the people that say, yeah, okay, but Evolution was literally their lowest ever rated uh, buy rate on pay-per-views. Yeah. Well, that's just because people are ignorant, didn't want to watch it and they missed out. Yeah, because I'm be honest with you, like we hated that Ronda and Nikki was the main event, but we knew it. But it was and the match actually was a good match. Damn good. It was. It was a great match. And you had Trish and Lita back on there. You had Tony Storm and Tony Storm <laughs> and Eos Shirai. You and had a lot of great Becky matches. and Charlotte killed it. Yes. 
That's the thing, but people are ignorant because, oh, women's wrestling, I don't want to watch an all-women's pay-per-view. And people just don't understand women's wrestling, and they got to be assholes. Yeah, they don't They don't want to watch a pay-per-view full of women who killed it, but they were happy enough to watch three hours of bullshit on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. My mother slept through, like, the first hour and a half of it because, like, she was tired. And then she's like, oh, well, that went quickly. I'm like, you got to understand, my dad and I – you know, friggin' drag for that for an hour and a half, and then you come out, and I love my mother to death. You come out, watch the last hour and a half, and it went by quickly. We've been watching the drag fest one day night raw, and I do it because you don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you do it because you don't want to, but I do it so you don't have to, so I can tell you that this shit sucked. Yeah, I I prefer to go with I don't watch WWE and neither should you. Yeah, but <laughs> like I said, there is there can be some good stuff on it. And there is great wrestling, but you wonder why people tune out of this right now. Yep. I mean, honestly, I, I don't even have any interest in SmackDown anymore. Like, I'll <sighs> see a couple of clips of what Roman Reigns is doing, and that's about it. Well, that's the best part of SmackDown right now, is Roman and the Usos. Yeah, everything else is still pretty much the same as Rob. That Bailey bianca Belair thing was terrible. Well, I'm tired of the... We get it. You know what? You're, you're going to beat her, going to embarrass her, and you're going to laugh at her. That's the thing. You want to get it? How many times have you got to laugh? Yeah, didn't didn't yeah. you just talk about uh, Alexa Bliss doing that, taking over the Thunderdome? Yes, and <laughs> Jesus, it's just. And then you got Kevin Owens and Apollo Cruz, which is now Sami Zayn comes out and interferes, and we're gonna get Sami and KO again. You know what? There's three matches booked for Hell in a Cell. They are all rematches. Well, what's booked so far? Bianca and Bailey, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, and, and, and Charlotte. Get... Oh, yes. Oh, so that's what you get. You get in the rematch fest. Rematch in a cell. Rematch in a cell. But. And we're probably going to get a Alexa and the Shane in a cell or some kind of voodoo type of deal. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I, I believe there's only two matches on against all odds, so maybe three. So let's get into that. Uh, if yeah. you, well, first of all, we of course. Matches there. No, the... we got more matches announced for against all odds. Yeah, I meant rematches. Oh, rematches. I'm sorry, man. I didn't hear that part. My fault. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, obviously, Moses is delayed because, of course, <laughs> hopefully he'll be joining us. Like like halfway through the predictions, you'll just hear him say, yep. Mm-hmm. So let's get it. If you're watching on YouTube, now is the time to hit the subscribe button, like and share us on Facebook, and subscribe to our audio streams on all podcast platforms. And now, of course, on KTN, the ClickTalk Network. You can check us out along with a variety of other shows, including Ryan Squared, Open Road, On the Mic with Mike, Smart Mark Radio, and ClickTalkNetwork.weebly.com. So, like I said, we've got two pay-per-views to predict, so we'll get through them as quickly as possible so that we can uh, hopefully go over some topics near the end of the show. Um, against all odds, up First, let's go. Fire and Flavor versus Kimberly and Susan for the Knockouts Tag Team titles. Fire and Flavor. I, 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 I don't know because sometimes I go against them, sometimes I don't, and I'm always wrong. So. <laughs> well, um, you, had them, you had them lose the tag titles to the sky, the uh, the female skyscrapers, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. Yeah. And then you have them lose it right back to Fire and Flavor. And as much as I like Kimberly and Susan, I don't see them winning. I think I missed an episode or two. Like, when when did Fire and Flavor win the titles back? Um, 
No, that was at the uh, that was the, the last the last special that we had when we said it was going to be Jordan and Rachel beating them. Remember, so they won it on pay per view, then they lost it, I think, to Under Siege. So they lost it right to the oh, next. Oh, uh, Under Siege. Okay. Yeah. See, this is the thing with Impact being on Thursday. Sometimes I miss a couple of things. Yes. So yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to go Fire and Flavor too. Uh, play it safe. Yeah, you got Slammiversary coming up too, so there's probably going to be a big matchup there. Yeah, so I, I really wouldn't be surprised if there's no title changes at this pay-per-view, but we'll see. So, uh, Rich Swan versus W. Morrissey. So, you got W. Morrissey, who's been whooping booty on Willie Mack, and you got Rich Swan, former tag partner and good friend, coming to make the save and really stick up for W. Morrissey. But I think in a case where you're building this man and just repackaging him as this monster, this beast, and someone who could be a very focal and pivotal point in your roster in the future, I got to go with W. Morrissey, which will lead to another mm-hmm. big match at uh, Slammiversary. But he ain't losing here. W. Morrissey. Yeah, and this is what Rich Swan has been left with after losing the world title? Yep, now sticking up for his good friend Willie Mack. I mean, at least it it's not a bunch of rematches like WWE. But, but it um, makes sense what you're doing with the storytelling because him and Willie Mack are so close. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think this one's a rematch. Uh, Violent by Designs, Dino and Rhino versus Decay's Black Taurus and Crazy Steve. I think this is as well, but... I mean, well, Rhino cashed in the Feast Your Fired briefcase, you know what I'm saying? And for him enduring to win the tag team titles. I forgot he um, even had that briefcase. Right? After that <laughs> for glory and all that with Heath. And he's like, I'm going to cash it in with my man Heath. And then Heath gets eliminated and freaking injured and shit. And now Rhino's a heel and he's with Violent by Design. So we'll look at it like this. This is Rhino's second ever title in Impact Wrestling. He's a former NWA world champion. Yeah. And now he's, now he's the Impact tag champ. With Joe Doring of All Japan and everything. Uh, these two are just a beast together. They're friggin' powerful. They're destructive. And I don't see them, the new version of Decay, Decay 2.0, Black Taurus, and uh, Crazy Steve winning it. I think they'll win it down the line, but not here. I'm going to go Violent by Design. Yeah, like I said, I don't see many titles changing, if any. Uh, so, and we won't go straight to the women's because obviously. Uh, the K is going to be involved in that one too. So there is a five-way match to determine the number one contender for Josh Alexander's X Division title. There is Peter Williams, who has come back out of nowhere. Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Rohit Raju. I love me some Rohit. That's my dude. Um, out of all the men, because he's a former X Division champion, if you want to have a strong heel go against Josh Alexander, I got to go with the one true ace, Ace Austin. Yeah, I, I mean, looking at it, and I was I um I looked at the lineup and I thought, wait a minute, who's the expedition champ? Josh Allen. Okay, so it's got to be a heel. So Peter Williams is a heel, right? No, he's a babyface. No, he's just a heel on Twitter. Okay. Uh, ah! <laughs> so uh, there you go. I told you. Good morning, Mo. <laughs> Good morning. I I said he's gonna join us. We're just gonna be in the middle of predictions, and all you're gonna hear is, oh yeah. Yep, oh, yeah. <laughs> Moses, wait, you just turned Moses into the Kool-Aid, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't drink that Kool-Aid. Especially sure? the WWE Kool-Aid. Oh, okay. that, that, that Kool-Aid, yeah. <laughs> All right. I got good Kool-Aid. Uh, so, 
I'm I was torn between Ace Austin and Chris Bay. I think if the X Division champion was a heel, then it probably would have been Trey Miguel because you know they started pushing him, then they they just didn't push him towards anything. So I'm gonna go with a heel. And Ace Austin's just had a program with the X Division title, but he is probably the favorite. So I'm gonna go Ace Austin too. Um. So so far, we've also predicted. Fire and Flavor versus Kimberly and Susan. Mm-hmm. W. Morrissey versus Rich Swan, and VBD Violent by Design versus Decay for the tag team titles. Aha! Uh-huh. I was when you said uh, when you said Morrissey, I was like, "Who the fuck is?" Oh, is this right? <laughs> because that was exactly how my brain worked. Um. Okay. So let's go tag match. You said the women's tag. That's for. Okay, so yeah. women's tag fire was just fire and flame, so it's fucking Trav's team. Yeah, <laughs> defending against Kimberly and Susan. Kimberly and Susan? Oh, Kimberly, duh. Oh, my God. I'm, that's I, fucking, I hate her name because I'm like, Kimberly who? Oh, that's right, <laughs> Kimberly. <laughs> well, that's Wentz's wife. That's uh, Zachary Wentz of MSK's wife. Kimberly really? Page. Yep. Oh, wow, I had no idea. Um... Give me fire and play, you know, give me Trav's team. <laughs> um, we ain't talking about Kimberly, uh, DDP's wife. There you go. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, not the one with the breast popping out, the 40 old virgin. Oops. There you go. <laughs> uh, All right, that's shit. free for fire and flavor. Let's see. You said the. Uh, we got W. w. Morrissey w. versus Rich Swan. Oh, Morrissey's going to win. Yeah. That, that's the the second I see him in anything right now, it's like, yeah, this guy's gonna get a push like nobody's business. Yeah, uh, and then Violent by Design, uh, Cody Dino and Rhino defending the tag team titles against Black Taurus and Crazy Steve. What are their What are their uh, uh, celebrity lookalikes now? Oh, uh, these ones are Christian Bale and Steven Seagal. <laughs> that's so fucked up. <laughs> God damn, I feel bad for Rhino. <laughs> oh, if you'd only do a ponytail. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's got to be them. They're going to have to retain. Like, it, it's it's Black Taurus and, and Crazy Steve. Like, I mean, I'm not watching Impact, but I'm you're, I'm pretty sure they're not that relevant. Hey, wait a minute. So I'd also like to add on here, because Moses is going to be interested in the match, because there's a certain Japanese wrestler on this card. Yes, there is. Uh, we'll go to that match next, actually, after the... Uh... <clears throat> number one contendership oh, for the exhibition title Peter Williams, Trey Miguel Ace Austin, Chris Bay and Rohit Raju okay hold on say one more time this is for the X Division title for number a one shot contender. at the X Division oh, title which is held oh, by Josh okay. Alexander so we have Petey Williams Trey Miguel Ace Austin Chris Bay and Rohit Raju I was listening to your guys' debate, and I'm like, well, Ace sounds like the obvious guy. But I'm like, do they want to throw a wrench into this? Is Impact going to be that predictable? Yeah, like, again, it's not a real pay-per-view. It's an Impact Plus special. Exactly. Uh, I'm legit stuck between Ace Austin and Trey Miguel. Something about Trey Miguel just makes me think, like, because they like him too much. 
Mm. I'm going go with you guys. I'll go with Ace. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say it should be a heel. I mean, they've just had Josh Alexander versus TJP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, is Josh Alexander supposed to be a face? Yes, he is. Yes. Ah, okay. and, and just like Peter Williams, TJP's a face, but he's a heel on Twitter. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so the next match is Joe Doring, uh, a.k.a. Mickey Rourke, yeah. versus Satoshi Kojima. Oh, fucking Koji. Oh, my God. <laughs> Koji, did you just come to the States to do a job, brother? Like, I love you to death, but, like, come on now. We're talking about Koji. Like, it's, it's fucking Kojima. Like, I can already hear fucking Carl Anderson just talking all this shit from, like, one of the talking shop episodes. And that's just, that's why I call him Koji. Because it's like, I already know him that well. It's like, I swear I was there that day. <laughs> uh, but he is, oh, God. He is not a name. In no way is is, is Kojima a name. Um, I mean, I'm not going to be that guy to say I cringe when I see him on a New Japan card, but I know I'm not looking. I mean, I'm looking past him, that's for sure. Uh, he, he looks good on paper. Yes, there you go. He looks good on paper. Um, something tells me that, like, he's there to be the guy. I mean, you know, he, oh, my God. Like, I am. It, this is hard. Because I can see him being there to be the quote-unquote name, to job to, to one of the dudes. But then you're talking about fucking Dory. You're talking about goddamn Mickey Rourke over here. And I'm like, maybe this is their way of saying, hey, sorry for Okado. <laughs> Fuck it, give me Koji to win. All right. Uh, Mike, what are you going with? So... Since they're bringing in people like El Fantasmo and Kojima, uh, Kojima, Kojima, excuse me, mm-hmm. and a lot of these Japanese talents and really trying to like, you know, kind of like really, you know, revitalize their <laughs> relationship with New Japan for wrestling and the Japanese talent. I think this is one. I mean, they built it like, oh, they've had matches in all Japan and Japan and they've had a feud. So, I mean, I can see it from a stance where you're trying to build someone like a name and Satoshi Kojima. And being that name value from Japan, if you will. So I'm going to go with Kojima. Okay. Man, Koji out here gets love. All right, Koji. Uh, okay. I think, I, I think I'm going to be on my own on this one, then. On your own. So you're going to be the Patty LaBelle of this group. You're going to be on your own. Okay. I mean, we also don't know who Travis is going to pick for this one. So I would assume he would go against the grain. So, uh,. Hopefully Travis has my back, and I'm gonna go with Joe Doran. Wait a minute, you want to talk about oh being my on? Lord. Who are you, Bobby Roode? Hi, oh my Lord. Hey, hey. <laughs> so I just want to, I just want to immediately apologize to Koji right here, right now, live on on air. If he hears this or not, I don't give a shit. I immediately retract my statement on this whole. <clears throat> He's a jabron. I did not know this cat was world fucking champ. He was world champ in 2010. Yeah, so I mean, he looks good on paper with all these championships that he's won. Jesus, I knew the six man. I knew of his tag team runs. I had IWGP no idea. and the NWA. Yeah, I had. Well, I knew that one because I'd seen that match. He did not do homeboy no favors. <laughs> Rob Conway. Mm-mm. Oh man, I forgot Rob Conway was NWA champion. Yes, yeah, so did I. <laughs> but fucking hell, old school retros over here. I think it was Wrestle Kingdom, like eight. Yes, somewhere yeah, around yeah, there. Yeah. 
And I was like, who in the fuck are you, pal? Hey, oh, I'll be on. Rob Conway, when he was the La Resistance, and he went in there, but then when you freaking put the shades on him, and he had one of my favorite theme songs, just look at me, ain't I a sight to see? The whole <laughs> damn world wants to look like me. Pause. But they don't. So just look at me. Wait a minute. Was that like his uh, uh, TNA song or something? It was his WWE song. He was never oh, TNA. Was it was really? I not pay that much attention. Damn. Just look at me. Yeah. That's underrated as shit. Well then, uh, Knockout Championship is a rematch. Deanna Perrazzo defending against Rosemary. Again, I don't see Deanna dropping the title until at least Slammiversary, depending on who she's facing. Well, I mean, with her, like, they did the thing with Taylor Wilde at the last pay-per-view where she came out, ripped ass, and took names. So, we haven't gotten Deanna and Taylor Wilde yet. We haven't had that veteran for Deanna. Isn't to Taylor Wilde a heel this time? Is she? I don't sure. even know. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's what I was going. I was like, yeah, sure. Sure. She's, oh, no, wait, no. Taylor Wilde and Tennille Dashwood are a team. That's right. I'm yeah. so sorry. But yeah, she's come back yeah. to the heel. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So, I'm going to still say Deanna retains no virtuosa. And live, that rain lives on and on until the break of dawn. I'm going with Deanna Browse. Uh, Okay, well, here's my thing with Deanna. Like, she's, <clears throat> as I'm looking this up right now, because goddamn Twitter's all over the place, I'm like, I fucking, I knew what I was looking for, and I got, like, Yankee and baseball, so it, besides the point. um, But there's, like, talks right now of, like, already her and Britt Baker doing this, like, uh, fucking interpromotional, probably like a non-title, but you know, champion versus champion match, and I'm just like, there's oh, yeah. nobody else on that roster for Impact that I can see doing that with anybody. Like, Deanna's a star right now. She yep. is, whether people want to believe this or not, probably Impact's biggest star. Mm-hmm. And it's like, like how you're pointing it out perfectly, like, this, is a, this isn't like a pay-per-view, this is like a whatever just like a, a network special and it's just like nah it just like any person that goes like honestly and then you know how big of a Jordan Grace fan I am I'm like I'm like looking at this and I'm like there's nobody on that roster that's going to take this thing from her no I so, mean everything every single time we do these impact predictions Deanna Peraza was always the safest bet oh yeah she she's the one that you you can't bet on her because you're just gonna lose you're just you're not gonna make no money, there's no gamble, and because of that I'm that's that that I you cannot go against Tiana in this one. No, she's on even. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Ah, <laughs> uh, so main events. Now, when they were building towards this match, I thought the payoff would be Moose finally winning the world title, but again. I don't see Kenny Omega dropping it on an Impact special. I see him dropping it maybe at Slammiversary, so I can see them having a rematch. Some shenanigans cause a rematch, so Kenny Omega to retain. Shikana. Also, they, they, like, between them, Impact Impact and AEW and AAA, they've booked Kenny Omega into such a position where he's got three world titles... So that the first person to take one of them away from him is going to have one hell of a push. Oh, hell yeah. But that, I think, <clears throat> I think that's the best part about it. I mean, 
the thing that weirds me out about this this Kenny, well, I don't want to. There's a lot of things that weird me out about it. Like when uh, when Andrade showed up last week, mm-hmm. and my immediate guess is he was gonna go. He was gonna go to Mexico, and then that's how they he, they were gonna get the belt back. And he, they're like, he's like, nope, bitches, I'm still in America. And it's like, okay, well, what the fuck? I have a guy. I have a guy that I think is gonna take the belt from him. And uh, they're just going to put on a banger. But I don't know when that's going to happen, if it'll happen. I don't know if they even scheduled that one yet. But him and Laredo Kid. Ooh. Yeah, Laredo Kid is over like nobody's business. Him or if if Kenny's willing to get crazy since he's been fucking around with Mox and getting crazy with him, uh, he can always go with um, uh, Psycho Clown, who is also over as a bitch in Mexico. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, no moose. Uh, God, the moose run that I wanted. And no, yeah, yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. But yeah, I could totally see some chicanery, where somebody has to say something. I mean, I'm sure it'll be Don doing something. Yeah. Just like he did at the pay per view. Shit, shit, and he runs down. Oh my God, I I laughed so hard. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, Mike. With the way that you had Don Callis yelling shit, shit, it reminded me of the classic, <laughs> one of my favorite classics, that being Bud Abbott and Lou Costello hold that ghost. Chick! Oh, chick! Like the ring candles going back. Chick! Chick! That's what it reminded me of. He's like Lou Costello to Kenny Omega's Bud Abbott. Um, when it I, comes to this particular... I, I was thinking more Bill and Ted when uh, Napoleon rolls into the gutter on, when he's bowling. Yeah. Matt, Matt, Matt. Subtitles just <laughs> shit, 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 shit. Okay. Let's <laughs> take it. Uh, for this one, again, I don't see Moose winning it. It's a case of it's against all odds. It's not Slammiversary once more to reiterate. I will go with Kenny, by God, Omega. You know what I'm saying? He, by God, Omega. He, you know what I'm saying? He hear, I hear the battle cry. Let's not wait till the water runs dry. I'm gonna go with Kenny Omega. That is a bitchin' theme song. Yes. All right, there we go. Most all predictions for against all odds, and I think there's only one difference that be in my for Kojima and Doran. Uh, so we'll see how Travis does when he sends in his predictions. Obviously, he's not with us this week. So uh, now it is time for that part of the week where we share the kind of posts that make wrestling fans look like idiots. Yeah, all right. This is shit, Mark, say. It's still real to me, damn it! So, this one um, derives from what we just mentioned, Andrade showing up in AEW. Um, and I'm one of the groups, somebody posted... Yeah, you guys said he was Mexico-bound. Next thing we know, he's on our TVs on Dynamite. To which I respond, So? He can still wrestle in Mexico? Exactly. Kenny Omega's been Triple H champion for, Triple H champion for 20 months. Now, her, the response to this was, Okay, stretch. <laughs> to which I replied, No, it's not a stretch. He literally won the title in October 2019. That's 20 months. And yeah, exactly. To which there was no response to that one. Um, but, again, they have announced Andrade versus Kenya Omega at Triple Mania, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, he has already shown up in Mexico and got booked for their biggest event for their world championship. Uh, I 
I guess people don't realize, like, after you leave WWE, you could do more than one show. Yeah, yeah, you're allowed to work in more than one company once you leave WWE. It's 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 kind of a thing, you know what I'm saying? You could go <laughs> over here, you could go over there. Cody Rhodes did it when he was at Impact. You know, he wrestled in New Japan, too. He was wrestling Juice Robinson at Wrestle Kingdom and still doing Impact. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega and Mox are doing it now. Yep, <laughs> Mox is going back to New Japan to fight whoever, and then here's Kenny Omega over here in Mexico. It happens. And, uh, it and then you got happen. Matt Cardona pretending to be Mox. Oh, that <laughs> fucker. I love him. <laughs> My, I love them. I just love that video for the audience reaction. They're jumping up and down. They're so excited. And as soon as he takes the hood off and reveals it's Mark Cardona, they instantly stop jumping and just throw yes. up the birds. That damn you. Cardona. You motherfucker, you. Fuck you, Cardona. I love it. <laughs> oh, that was a rough ride. Oh. Drop, drop, shut yeah. him down. Open Captain comes with he... jokes. Yeah. Okay, we do have another pay-per-view to predict, but before that, uh, you are listening to Max Wrestling, and if you prefer your podcast in audio form only, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and CastBox. Cast. (laughs) I like that one. That was cool. For a second, I thought Impact brought back the spin cycle. (laughs) Uh, and of course special episode tonight on anchor.fm and we are of course as we said on ktn click talk network and we are just two weeks away from our most unique special event of the year it is trivia takeover six mortal conflict on june 22nd and 24th why is it unique because it's the home of the champions chase match which will see the team of chad malcolm ella j moses and travis attempt to dethrone the knowledge champion Mike Larkin. They will each go head to head with Mike to try and make it home, and whoever remains will challenge the champion in the final dash. And it wouldn't be mortal conflict without the demoness feasting on some mortal souls. She's taken on all three members of Ryan Squared, Louisa Cliff, Ryan Sutcliffe, and Ryan Taylor. And there's more championships on the line, both defended by the Phoenix. He will face the Queen of RWT in a promo bout with the Max Dressing World Championship on the line, that being Moni Lynn. And finally, to conclude their trilogy, the Phoenix and Moses Marquez square off for the promo championship one more time. I love me some you trilogies. Fucking munch, you son of a bitch. You bird fucker. Miserable. You bird fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. And for more information, go to maxrosson.net slash takeover6. Can I just say we are coming upon the one year anniversary of last year's trivia takeover where you, Mr. Moses Marquez, Got yourself a shot at the Demoness, Miss Nicola McDonald, for the promo title at Trivia Takeover last year, and now you got another one this year, Mr. Moses Marquez. I know this; the odds are stacked against me, as they say. But yeah, I don't know. I've got a, I've got a good feeling about this one. I feel like his plate is too full. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, when he's got moaning land, now he's got use. I mean, he's got a tall order ahead of him. Does Mr. Phoenix that bird fucker? That tall, mm. scrawny little shit with wings. Yeah. He's on, he's also walking in injured. Why? Yeah, uh, he got drunk. He got drunk this past oh. weekend, and while he was dancing, he fell and chipped a bone in his ankle. Wait a oh. minute. You mean that video that you sent us of you fucking beer and Phoenix? Oh no no no! This was after Judas. Oh. Okay. 
I was oh, I was stood outside, and all I could see through the through the door, through the kitchen, through the living room was him dancing. And the next thing, he's on his ass. And I'm sure he's going to appreciate me sharing this with the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> the thing is, he made the injury worse because we got a taxi, and my suggestion was, okay, we're going to drop you off on the way because it's literally on the way to our house. He says, no, I'll come back to yours for one more drink, then I'll walk home. This guy. <laughs> I want to party with this guy. Phoenix is hardcore. I love that. But goddamn. <laughs> sometimes you gotta know when to fold them. Sometimes you gotta oh. know when to hold them. Yep. You want me to say it on air, Dazarino? Because I will say it. This is why you don't drink. Phoenix, you dumbass. <laughs> I don't think anybody can touch the rock on the mic in his in his prime. No. I don't know anybody that can touch the rock on the mic now. The guy gets killed and I don't mean to spoil it, but go that's what it is. I mean I spoiled the biggest plot twist in wrong term, but people can thank me for that later. Where did he go? Where did you find him? Oh don't worry, he came and rescued me. Where was you? Slicking your hair with all that weight hair hair, What item did Seth Rollins use to break up the shield? Was it A, Michael Cole's shoe? B steel chair great steel chair honestly hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another edition of on the mic with mike and joining me today impact wrestling knockouts champion miss dion i don't think i don't think that's how far that bump was Welcome back the week after Trivia Takeover. The 2021 King of the Mic tournament begins. And as you know, uh, match one is Walker versus Cypher. Uh, a rematch from last year's King of the Mic. Now, it is time to reveal the second match of the tournament. And before we do, I have to reiterate something. The only match that I booked myself was Walker versus Cypher because they requested it. Every other match was randomly drawn with a tournament generator, so the second match in the tournament, it, the blood is not on my hands. It is the former and longest reigning promo champion, the Demoness, making her King of the Mic debut against Chris Maldonado. Poor Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Br bring the fire. Bring the thunder. I will say, he did also... I know he's going to listen to this, but Chris Maldonado did text me and wanted me to tell you guys to say hello and he said to give everybody his love. I think that was his last hoorah, his last rights, if you will, before the Demoness. I don't know what he was thinking, but I'm <laughs> I sure you were going to say, he sent me a text to say, fuck you for giving me the Demoness. <laughs> no, he was cool with it. He was very cool with it. I told him, I said, yo, you're going to get sneaky because I got to give him the heads up. Um, Chris on social media, so I'm like, yo, Chris. I just want to make you aware. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to probably think of something creative to do. And I'm like, well, all right. You go, you son of a bitch. Bruh. This is a first-time match, I believe. Yes, they've they, never uh, faced each other. They've both been in the climax, but I think they were in separate groups. Mm -hmm. Yes. So at least it's fresh. It is not such fresh, but fresh. It's, it is. Yeah, it's not fresh. It's not such fresh. It's fresh. Yep, yep. All right. On to pay-per-view number two this week, which is NXT TakeOver In Your House. 
So, five matches. Uh, yeah, I also want to say I'm very happy that I correctly predicted how one of them was going to be set up. So we'll get to that one first. Because you know it I is now. To... Go on, go on. I got I to gotta say this. Before we even talk about the pay-per-view, one of my things, I loved it so much. That lovely, lovely young woman named Poppy giving Dexter Loomis that hug and Indy Hartwell running off screaming and just yelling, Dexter, no! Yeah, uh... Keep popping no, coming. No, Tri- no, Trips was my favorite in that whole thing. That he was, was the awkward. proud dad, and he was the overdramatic, overly shocked, crazy guy in the corner. He was like, Grr! his mouth was agape, and I, I, I was floored. He, uh, he also uh, turned into DX Triple H with the obvious, I don't know how technology works, shtick. With it. Yes. So you mean to tell me you press that button and your album goes live right now? <laughs> I love Hunter. <laughs> uh, okay, also, William Regal is like, I don't like this type of music. Hey, man, God damn you, Regal. Wait a minute. You, you mean old, to tell me this man, you. Said, this man who doesn't like this kind of music, this is the same man who friggin' put on a hat and danced to Money, Money, Yeah, Yeah, and the same man who danced to Lindsay Lohan's Rumors with Christy Hemme and Eugene. You stop what? that right now, Mr. William Regal. Yeah, I yeah. think there's more uh, pop culture on William Regal's playlist than there is Poppy. Mm-hmm. I believe that. <laughs> but anyway, I freaking called it. So Cameron Grimes, LA Knight is now a ladder match for the Million Dollar Championship. Yep. Uh, it's got to be Cameron Grimes. I know. I know. I said initially that um, it'd be cool if. LA Knight sort of because he reminded me so much of the ringmaster that they bring him in as a million dollar champion and then it'll fuck over Cameron Grimes because he's got the Ted DiBiase in LA Knight's corner but yeah DiBiase's been pretty neutral for the last couple of weeks so uh, I think it pays off for Cameron Grimes and he becomes a million dollar champion I think it works way better that way I mean uh, LA Knight seems like he's a one man show because that's his gimmick you know, when that's what happens when you try to be fucking Stone Cold and The Rock at the same time. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think the way that the, him, the DiBiase and Cameron Grimes, like, butted heads, it's going to be, like, smoothed out. Like, oh, great, yeah, you were the guy that won. Here you go. And I wonder if this means that, like, Ted DiBiase is going to be, like, his manager now. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Huh. Interesting. Uh, yeah, Cameron Grimes. And then maybe, to the moon, maybe, baby. Maybe further down the line. Uh, DBRC will turn on Grimes and help LA Knight become million dollar champion and then there we go. We got the new ringmaster. Yeah, that'd be funny. Oh yeah, just a random belt to feud two people. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh Mike? I'll be different on this one. I am gonna go with LA Knight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it just it it just it Okay, I like Cameron Grimes. I think it would be great if, if we have that happy ending that he wins the million dollar title. Damn you, Dan DiBiase! You know, it just <laughs> everything. Everything that's been going on has been amazing. But again, I don't. I don't think it's the time where you know we get we get Cameron Grimes and Teddy Debussy as like a little unit here, man. I think we're going to hold off until you know whenever. But as of right now, I think Ted DiBiase has the heel with L.A. Knight, like we mentioned, the ringmaster vibes and what we've seen before. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just 
Ugh, I, I got to go with the heel on this one. I got to go with L.A. Knight. You know what I'm saying? He may have a million-dollar body with a nickel brain, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, God damn, man, you got L.A. Knight. So, you know, I got to go L.A. Knight. I'm not talking about the Los yeah. Angeles Knight. Yeah. Dummy. Talking, yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about the Los Angeles Knights, which is was, was the team that Bow Wow played on. <laughs> exactly. like, I'm talking about L.A. Knight, the 4 Eli Drake. Please don't give Bow Wow another invitation. Oh. No. Oh. Okay. Well, let me see it. I'm down. I'd rather have friggin' Jonathan Lipnicky put on those damn sneakers and then fall out of him when he's friggin' having a friggin' daydream about joining the friggin' LA Knights, man. Beat me, be like Mike. Jonathan Lipnicky, you son of a bitch from Jerry Maguire, and you right. son of a bitch from Stuart Little. Jonathan Lipnicky went on to become a mini Brock Lesnar. Jesus Christ, what happened to that kid? Holy shit, man. <laughs> Kid's got abs. He's playing the drums. Look at me. I'm cool. God damn it, son. Next thing you know, what'd you say about my mouse, brother? <laughs> okay, match number two. Let's go with Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. Uh, oh, there's still a lot of mystique around Zia Lee. I don't see any sense in Mercedes Martinez going over, so Zia Lee. Yeah, and Mercedes Martinez is, she's like, they're like, hey, you don't want to be in Retribution? Yeah, well, great. You're going to win like a couple matches and then job on NXT. So there you go. Um, but she looks but good. Yeah, Zia, yeah. Zia Lee's got a nice, like, uh, aura to her right now. And, but it's fucking Mercedes. And they don't give a shit. She's old. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Plus, she's probably going to be bodyguarding Eva Marie soon. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you missed that talk where it's either they're talking about bringing in Mercedes Martinez or Piper Niven as Eva Marie's muscle. But, 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 why would you ruin Piper Niven like that? Because, because we need a picture. Hey, what happened to that giant Brock Lesnar looking kid? Parker Bordeaux. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was uh, going to be her muscle. Yeah, that would make more sense because she endorsed him. Mm-hmm. This is just freaking ringside news again, spreading rumors. Well, I mean, I, I didn't he get a tryout? Yes. Yeah, he's uh, he signed. Trying it. Oh, he signed. To uh, PC. Well, then, come on there, Hunter. What the fuck? I want to see this giant fucking kid in there. He ain't that big, but still. I mean, he is. Well, his his yeah, top half is. Yeah, he's fucking wide. <laughs> uh, full House. Dream offensive lineman. <clears throat> full House for Zaylee. Yeah. So, all right. I like the continuity about how the fact that she brought about how she doesn't forget, you know, they wrestled in the Mae Young Classic together. I thought that was a nice little touch. And Zia Lee, they're pushing her with this, you know, with this gimmick. And, Bo- uh, oh, God, who's the one with her? Boa, right? Boa. Boa, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> you have this mystique about the character. And I'll be honest with you. This is a great resurgence for Zia Lee, turning her heel and just letting her go and killing people. I love it. You have Mercedes Martinez being the baby face in this role. And you also have Mercedes Martinez and 
really, I'll be honest with you, ever since she's come back to NXT, I've been so happy because they let her shine too. But she's also in the position where it's like, okay, you're the veteran. You're going to help these young talents. It doesn't hurt if you lose because you're there to do what you need to do. And also the fact is it's Mercedes F and Martinez. So on that note, I'm going to say Zia Lee gets the W. <clears throat> All right. So there is a winner-takes-all six-man tag for the North American and Tag Team Championships. Bronson Reed, North American Champion, MSK Tag Team Champions versus Legado del Fantasma. Nah, that's a tough cookie. Because Bronson Reed hasn't been North American Champion for too long, but I can see Legado del Fantasma holding all the gold. Yeah, yeah. I can, uh... I'm going to go retain. Oh, God, now you got me, like, debating. But at the same time, it's like... It's, it's you know, it's a winner-take-all. Like, are they, they... We wouldn't really fucking do that. Like, just give three titles over like it's no big dealio. Um... Yeah, Bronson Reed's been fucking North American champion all of what? Three two weeks? Yeah, two, three weeks. Oh, fuck. I was actually bullshitting that. Okay. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> that works for me. Um, yeah, no, there's, it, it, they retain. The marijuana smoking kids keep their belts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to feud singles. You know, Reed and Santos. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that's going to be a, a, a title match eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see a title change in a winner-takes-all. No. Mike? That's my thing, too, because I'm like, okay, so Bronson Reed's been the North American champion for a cup of coffee. I mean, Santos mm-hmm. just lost the cruiserweight title. Uh, the MSK, that again, too soon for them to lose the titles, and I think they are going to lose to... Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza and Santos Escobar. I can't do the R's, so Moses, roll them damn R's. Santos Escobar. Thank you. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? That sounds like Gerald and Hey Arnold. You set a beautiful table, my you set a beautiful table, my beautiful senorita. Rawr, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That reminds me of. Yeah, thank you. You set a beautiful yeah, table, my senorita. Boom. Anyway, I digress. Pop culture aside. God dang, man, you got MSK doing the damn thing as a tag champ. Bronson Reed doing the thing as the North American champion. Like, God of Del Fantasma, I could see winning all the gold, but not right now. You know what I'm saying? I think they're probably going to win it at, oh, my God, when's the next special? Was it August, right? Is it Brooklyn? No, yeah, uh, it'll no be way. like SummerSlam week, whatever that, wherever the hell they are. Are they on there in Vegas? Oh, yeah, Vegas. So NXT, no, I'm not going to say double or nothing, all or nothing. I'm just going <laughs> to say NXT Vegas. <laughs> Um, I can see them winning it there, man, in front of a live audience. So I will say Bronson Reed, MSK, Marijuana Smoking Kids, retain. All right. And I will also do the Martin Lawrence version of setting a table. What? This is a nice fucking table. Big fucking plates, but a nice fucking table. Nice fucking table. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Okay. Okay, um, nothing different so far. Let's go Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon. I think I know which way this one's going to go to. Uh, for the women's title, again, do not see Raquel Gonzalez dropping so soon. Don't mean to cut you off, Dazzarino, but isn't Shotzi Blackheart hurt? Didn't she say on Twitter she was injured? Well, it says she's in Ember Moon's corner, but yeah, uh, I mean, Raquel like bounced her off the barricade a couple of weeks ago, didn't she? Wham! 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, either way, I still don't see Raquel dropping the title just yet. I think it's mm -hmm. also too soon for any turn from Dakota Kai too. Well, I will. I'll bounce. Do you really think so? Well, I'll bounce this off of you guys. Raquel, all right, first and foremost, I'll give my prediction. I'm going to say Raquel Gonzalez beats Ember Moon. But what you could do is afterwards, you know what I'm saying, they could be celebrating, and then Dakota just Yakuza kicks that bitch right in the face, and that could set up your bout for uh, August. Yeah. Right in the face. And um, as far as Twitter goes, yeah, somebody just asked, where is Shotzi? Is she injured? And she literally just replied, yep. So probably just, yeah. probably just kayfabe. Yep, kayfabe it did. It's possible. But, she could have know, responded, you know. well, did you not see Raquel bouncing my fucking head off the barricade? Yeah, stupid. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, Raquel Gonzalez, Mike. Raquel. Full house. Mm -hmm. Now then, uh, again, this one could be predictable. I don't know. They may swerve us, but I doubt it. Karrion Cross defending the NXT Championship against Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bay Ray. Johnny Gargano and Peter Doon. Peter Doon. It'd be great if he surprises with a win, but uh, since Cross is the one who requested to face all four challengers, I think it'd be stupid to take the title off him, so mm -hmm. I gotta go Cross to retain. Oh, God, it's so difficult because the reality is, is I'm like, yeah, um, I feel like they could go either way. I could feel like they want to do like a, um, okay, yeah, we want to stick with Cross. This is our guy. Or, hey, this is our chance to switch right back to Adam Cole. You know what I mean? But the fucking draft is coming up. And I yeah. swear to you, NXT is going to get raided like nobody's business. Oh, Guys yeah. we think are not, shouldn't go up, are going up. Guys we think uh, fucking Vince hates are probably going to go up. NXT's roster is getting vikinged. Oh yeah, they they they're gone. Like I mean, I they're the the two guys I'd be really surprised to see them not go are Johnny and and Adam Cole. But I wouldn't be surprised if they, they I'm pretty sure they're both gone. I'm I'm pretty certain I, Adam Cole's gone, but uh yeah, Gargano, he's he's digging his heels into NXT. Maybe that's a, that's a smart thing to do. <laughs> Stay here as long as you can. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Gave him the Billy Madison. So, oh God. But, um, like, cool Kyle's not that cool. I'd love a Pete run. But, yeah, it's too early. So, yeah, Cross keeps it. Yeah. Mike? I'm going to say Karrion Cross retains. And if I could see anyone taking the pen, I think he's going to pin cool Kyle. Meh. Yeah. Poor Kyle. Poor Kyle. That damn cat. Cat. Damn cat. <laughs> all right that is nxt takeover and yes we have plenty of time for the topic tron so uh let me get a timer ready because as you know we have 10 minutes to discuss as many topics as we can on a new format of max wrestling and when the time is up you will hear this noise may i ask a question really quickly Yes. Can you please leave the soundbite of me yawning talking about Raw? Yeah. <laughs> please. 
I, I even as soon as you said that, I, I realized that as I was talking, I'm like, all right, that's a perfect sound bite for any time we talk about raw. Just use me, y'all. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay. So topic number one. Um, Ring of uh, sorry, NWA recently had their pay per view this past week. Nick Aldis retained the NWA title by DQ by attacking the referee, and Camille is now the NWA Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a DQ finish in NWA. Well, especially the way Nick Aldis did. I'm expecting a rematch. Um, because oh, as yeah. you as you probably know, I had money all over Trevor Murdoch. My my inner thirteen year old was crying out for former WWE Raw Tag Team Champion Trevor Murdoch to win the world title. You were singing Friends in Low Places, weren't you, Des? I was. I've kept I could I could picture Lance K jumping up and down in his living room. That's awesome. Yeah, God rest his <laughs> soul. Do, do you remember? Okay, if anybody remembers the one promo that they did where Lance K turns on Trevor Murdoch and he's just like, you know what, Trevor? I don't know why you didn't see this coming. You must be more stupid than I thought you were. Then he goes, you know what? When your kid is asking, why did Uncle Lance do what he did to you? Well, hell, I didn't like you or your damn kid anyway. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, Lance <laughs> Kane. Like, all right, you go. But no, it, it was, it's very underrated. It's Joey yeah. Styles talking with Lance Kane, God rest his soul. Yo. Lance Kane was very underrated. Joey, he was trained by Shawn Michaels. Lance Kane got, oh, what poor dude dying so young. Um, when it comes to Trevor Murdoch, man, like a lot of people were shitting on it just because, oh, it's Trevor Murdoch, yada, yada. Okay. When he, he was a good wrestler trained by Harley race. I'm talking about WLW. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where give the man a chance ever since he left WWE. Like I said, give him on the Indies, give him what have you. Dude can go hit him with the DDT. And I always used to love, remember he used to do that top rope bulldog as that yep. was the shiznit, that top rope bulldog, very Steiner, uh, Steiner esque, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. But, yo, Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis, I'm ready for round two. That's, that's the thing. NWA would push former WWE talent that you wouldn't expect to be in the main event scene. Well, I mean, Trevor Murdoch's been a, a, a staple of NWA for a while, no? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I like it. I'm, I'm a fan of Murdoch, my damn self. I was like, hell yeah, get this guy in the title scene and... Then I heard about the DQ, and I was like, well, that's kind of typical, you know, old-school NWA. They're definitely building to another one. My guess is probably, like, a cage match. Yeah. I'm sure they want to do some kind of gimmick match. You know, gain attention. Bring a cage in the bitch. Absolutely. But yeah, good for Camille, too. Like, I mean, I, I figured that was going to happen. You know what I mean? I, I, I think Serena Deeb probably has an AEW contract, and so now it's going to... I'm just going to go over here. And now you get to see Camille probably show up on fucking... She's probably going to wrestle somebody from AEW eventually. That's going to, you know, bridge that little itty-bitty gap. And then I'm sure at some point in time we're going to get Cody and Nick Aldis again. Yeah, I think they're both down for it. I think everybody is. Because Camille is a fucking beast, and she looks great. Like, I think she'll do well, and it's her time, man. She's been working really, really hard. Yeah. Um, back on Trevor Murdoch, little trivia for you, Mike. Who did he lose to in his first NWA match? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know. I haven't been following <laughs> NWA. somebody from AEW. Okay. Like I said, I don't even want to guess. Just tell Ricky me. Ricky Stacks? Yeah, no shoes, Ricky Stacks. 
No shoes, Ricky Stacks. No socks, sorry. No socks, Ricky no Stacks. Socks, whatever. Shoes and no socks. All right, here's the thing about Ricky Stacks. What the hell was the difference between what we get in AEW what he was in NWA? I knew he was in NWA, so, yeah. I don't even remember what his gimmick was in NWA. Uh, was, no, I think he was pretty Ricky there, too. Yeah. Pretty Ricky. Here's the thing. When I think of Pretty Ricky, I don't even think of R2. I think of the music group. When you had songs like Grind With Me, Relax Your Mind, Take Your Time With Me, and Your Body, My Body, it's, it's Burning Up. And when you have a song called On The Hotline, it's five in the morning, and I'm up having phone sex with you. My goodness oh. gracious, man. That's what I think about <laughs> with Pretty Ricky. I'm so horny. You know what I'm saying? Take Whoa. the bread and it's off. Put a thong on, man. I'm talking about 2007, baby. But yeah, no, that's what I think about when I think of Pretty Ricky, not that son of a bitch Ricky Starks. I'm just gonna cut like I'm gonna watch this back and just cut that like half a second clip where fucking Mike yells I'm horny and just like every fucking time something stupid happens I'm raw I'm just gonna play that I'm horny <laughs> it's gonna be great uh, so one day yep 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 oh, I'm gonna stop the timer there <laughs> let's do another topic to um, got end on a high note. <laughs> Next topic, Ring of Honor has begun the Survival of the Fittest tournament uh, with Demonic Flamita defeating Ray Horus in a little bit of a banger this past week. Who else is in this thing? Uh, so next week we've got Sledge versus Brian Johnson. Sledge and Brian, both of those names sound familiar. Uh, yeah, Sledge is a bit of a beast. Nice. Okay, so we're gonna. It said a survival of the fittest tournament. Yeah, there it is. I was like, "Where is it at?" Stare me in the face. <laughs> yeah, you no, gotta make sure you big... type in Ring of Honor because otherwise you're gonna get like biking and stuff. Okay, so here we go. So the left side of the bracket was you had Ray Horse and Flamita, which I'm mm-hmm. sure is a banger because they, I think I've seen them go at it at uh, like PWG, and it's always a killer one. Yeah. Um. Dak Draper and Eli Isom, whoever the hell that is. Bandito and Bateman should be good. There's like two or three names I recognize from the tournament. So there's O'Shea, Edwards, and uh, Dan Housen. Dan Housen, that's the the face paint dude, right? Yeah. That guy's hilarious. Who the internet loves. He's hilarious. Uh, Him and Rhett Titus. Rhett Titus has been in ROH forever. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Um, wow. Okay, this is a little bit of an interesting bracket. Now that I'm sitting here looking at this, but I'm still curious who the fuck is Brian Johnson. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wasn't he the singer of ACDC? I was just gonna say, like, yeah, I really wanted to say something like that, but I was like, that's so fucking mean. But you said it, so I don't care. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Yeah, O'Shea has been there a while. Was he in um, M? Brian, oh my God, what? Who the hell are you, bro? I know you from somewhere else. You're not who the fuck. So, okay, I know. I recognize Sledge now. Oh my God. I don't know this Brian Johnson guy. I swear I've seen him. Uh, probably Game Changer Wrestling or. What's the other one? Bloodsport. That's oh, where yeah. I've seen you. Yeah, okay. Oh, well, fuck. Okay, well, okay, I like this. This, this seems like a little interesting um, 
little fucking tournament they got here. Like I just, but I feel like it's gonna end up being like Flamita or not, um, probably like Ray Horace and fucking some. Well, Ray Horace won, right? Uh, no, um, Flamita won. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Well, goddamn. Uh, and again, I mean, like I said last week, I'm just slowly getting back into Ring of Honor, so I'm unfamiliar with a lot of people, but I'm very interested in Sledge and Brian Johnson next week because the the video package they showed really built it up as a it's gonna be a bit of a smack fest. I love it. Just for the record, and my apologies for cutting you off. Yes. I apologize. Um Eli is what was it Eli Isum? He's actually one of the uh, dojo guys. He trained at the Ring of Honor Dojo. Mm. Love it. Love when they bring these young kids in for this shit. Mm-hmm. These, these young boys. Love Them youngins. <laughs> the youngsters. Oh, okay. So the winner is going to get a title shot. Okay. okay. Not to be that guy. I kind of already see who they got in line for that then. <laughs> but okay, that's fine. Um, fuck, dude. But give me Dan Housen. I want that guy to go all the way. All the I, way in loose. I mean, all the way. The great thing about it is it's a triple threat final, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the final. That's fine. I fucked with it. Uh, and also, Mike, we got some uh, some more Quinn McKay. Did I say that right? Quinn I got a feeling McKay. I said it wrong. <laughs> Mike? Mike, correct him. Yeah, it's Quinn, Quinn it's McKay. Quinn McKay. That's why all did, I'm why did it what sound I'm... wrong? I knew that was her name. Yeah, no, that does sound wrong though. But I get you. Oh man, I'd like to hop in the DM for some QM. QM, man, goddamn. Now, when it comes to Quinn McKay, man, when you see her as the interview with the bubbly, the vivacious ass, bodacious, man, it's one of those things. When you look at Quinn McKay, like again, she's got the facial, she's got the expressions, and it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, give me some more of you on my TV. You're good looking. You can talk. You can do what you do as only as you can do, baby boo. I'm all about it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm living life in the fast lane. Fred Durst at the MTV VMAs with Christina Aguilera. Oh my (laughs) goodness. Fred Durst, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, he was in Just Bring It, man. Coming out in that car. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Uh, Yeah, he was an unlockable character. Fred Durst. My phone's going off my bed. That's one hell of a ringtone. Yeah, no, man. No, I have a reminder that says like download the shows, and so like I just my phone buzzed and I did it, but I did not realize my fucking speakers all the way up. <laughs> yes, I I religiously listen to Dave and Brian. Okay, kiss my nalgas way. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into that one again. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I don't mean. I'm into all the people that are like. There's probably people listening like, oh my god, don't worry about it. I'm paying the content, you don't have to. Yeah. 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 There you go, like raw. I, I'm putting in the dirty work, so you ain't got to. Hey, I already said that, man. We told when we were going through raw and Alexa Bliss and Shayna Baszler with the Conjuring oh. NFL type deal. Fucking hell. They oh, made the NFL fighter scared of a doll. You know, you know what made that entire thing i know we completely jumped topic here but my uh my wife asked me about that the other day i was embarrassed i said i have no idea what the fuck that what's going on and she's like what do you mean you should know all of this and i'm like i do 
I, I'm just going to act like I don't know what the fuck's going on because this is stupid. And she's like, does this have anything to do with, like, old school wrestlers? I was like, this is the worst Papa Shango I've ever fucking seen. And Papa Shango wasn't even that good. Hey, man, people are already saying it's a, it's the watered down version of the Firefly. Yeah. Oh, God. This whole thing sucks. It just fucking sucks. And I'm only watching highlights of this. Highlights. Well, I said the plus we got Jeff Hardy winning the match, which I was very happy about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, I was like, when the, when the fuck become 2019? Wait, hold on. Wait. Hold on. We got to ask something about Moses here. Moses, they made Jackson Riker a babyface. They I threw what my glass. What is this new haircut? What is this new haircut? They... <sighs> How in the fuck did you do... What the... I can't even talk... So, so if, if you want to push in WWE, all you have to do is ruin your tag team partner's careers. Yep, and he did, he turned on. Well, no, Elias turned on him, and then you know he's unhinged. I don't want to work with Jackson Riker. The Jackson Riker beats up Elias while he's about to sing his song. It'll make you dance, Earth, Wind, and Fire style. And then you know we get the match, and then it ends in a countout, and Jackson Riker's all pissed with his new haircut, and it's like, all right, we're going to continue this. Jackson Riker, he's unhinged. He's a babyface. Rar. No. Yeah, 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 no. This is that's. <laughs> Trust me, I've heard some dumb face. things in my life. That's that's fucking up there, bud. Hey, out of all the people to be a babyface, Jackson Riker. Look, and I look, and I, and I'm saying this as a guy who's willing to put aside the 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 political nonsensory of it. As as a wrestling fan and as a and as a as a guy that appreciates wrestling and this and that understands you know turns and the hoopla and the blah blah, I get why they did this, um, but it's 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 really it's really stupid. Mm-hmm. It's really really stupid. I just stupid, uh, I can't stupid, put it in, in, in any other better word. Stupid. There you go. Yep. Just stupid. Uh, and really quickly, also, main events on Ring of Honor was also a banger. It was uh, Silas Young versus Josh Woods in a pure rules match. Oh, uh, God. I love pure rules. I do, and then at the same time, I believe those guys were working together forever. Like, they were, uh, I don't want to say, like, I think tag partners or manager and kid or whatever the fuck. Uh, so, yeah, to see them go at it, that was awesome. I got to get in it. God damn it. I got to get back in ROH. Yeah, this week's episode was really good, and this is why also uh, Ring of Honor has kind of come back into my life, because it's now an alternative to Raw on Mondays. Hey, all right. All right, Fight TV, here I come. Uh, well, I think you can right, watch it. Is that where you watch it? I watch it on their website. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. That's where you said you are watching it. Yeah, they, they stream it themselves. With your CarMax commercial? With, yeah, this Car week Shield. it was uh, Ric Flair and LA Car Knight. Shield. Yeah. Yeah! Actually, there wasn't as many as last week. Oh, they're not trying to pay Rick no more? Okay, I see how you do it. <laughs> bitches. Okay, time Perfect. for another topic. And I think I've saved the best till that. Well, the most. Um, This is probably going to go more than 10 minutes. Possibly the final topic of the show. Um, AEW versus Fridays. Mm. It sucks. Ah. It does. It, it's it's bad. It, and it's bad because it's, it's you know, 
we're not trying like and I want, oh god how can i put this aw fans are are guys that are willing or people that are willing to like put aside the time to watch the show except for friday because they're probably out doing something they have a you know they have a get together to get to and then on top of that you know the world's opened up we don't you know we're not forced indoors anymore so i'm definitely trying to do something on a friday you know what i mean i had a hard work week and it, and it sucks and then to make matters worse i feel like they fucking know that it's going to be a bad show so then they're just out there like half-assing it like i i was re i was doing my review and, it, and it's like they're all going to come out late as shit because i'm just the worst guy ever but it's like i'm like there was nothing special about this show it was fucking nick camarado was in the goddamn main event dustin goddamn Rhodes, rustin if you will Fucking main evented goddamn dynamite in a bull rope match. A match that fucking was popular in the 80s. Like, what? Yeah. It, See, there's a couple of negatives to dynamite being on Friday. This, the fact that they're kind of half assing it. Um, obvious reason the ratings have absolutely tanked um, mm-hmm. because 10 p.m. on a Friday is a death sentence. Oh, um, yeah, dude. Also, we can't really talk about it much anymore because it's on the day after we record. Yeah, that's what, that's why I started to do these like review. But it's like by the time I get that done, so it's like it's on on a Friday. You know what I mean? Saturday, I'm waking up late. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, you know. And then dude, stuff happens. I've got kids. I have you know obligations, stuff like that. So it just, mm. it's like Friday is just the worst. And then they're gonna have a Saturday show. Which, I, for some reason, I feel like that one's going to work a little better. I don't know why. I just feel like that one Dynamite's going to work a little bit better. But these Fridays are... Mm-hmm. It is... I cannot wait to go back to Wednesday. But I, from what I'm hearing, they're... Uh, I guess that, that this is this is the, the norm. I Friday is going to be the place. the end of the month, yeah. Oh, okay. Till the end of the month. Okay, thank God. Whew. Yeah, because I, I was about to say, no, night, Rampage the... is going to be... Rampage is Friday, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. only an hour. Um, but oh. yeah, I was I was googling last night when the fuck did the NBA playoffs finish? Oh, <laughs> we need dynamite yeah, back on Wednesdays. Ah, yeah. Is it nine p.m. or ten p.m. on a Friday? Ten p.m. on a Friday. So yeah, right if after... I if I was to stream it live in the UK, which I do to- totally legally, mm-hmm. it, it would be four, five eight five a.m. Fucking hell. Wait, hold on. Wait, you said 10 p.m. here in the States and, and where you are in the UK? It's 10 p.m. in Mike's Land. Wait a minute. 7 p.m. For yeah, I, I, went, I went backwards the other way. <laughs> 3 a.m., man. 3 a.m. Yeah, it'd be 3 a.m. No, ain't happening. Jeez. Well, not to be that guy, but, I mean, you can't hang. Nicola hangs all the time. I'll just tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. She'll show up late as hell. In the in the in the TSK as we're watching Dynamite for those sometimes late showings, and I'm like, God damn, what time is it over there? It's like three thirty in the morning. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> She's She's demon, like, it's like, oh, I mentioned the ratings. Like, you know, we don't we don't, we don't really care the ratings at all. We're gonna watch the show anyway. But um, yeah. the most annoying thing about it is the WWE bubbleheads thinking it's. Like legit, they've lost like half their viewers. Like no, they're just on a different night and have had a horrible time slot. 
obviously I love, the ratings are going to suffer. I love how they bring up ratings, but then when you point out Raw, they're like, well, it's Raw, you know, it's a Monday, and they have 100 million excuses. <laughs> but but Dynamite can't have an excuse for being on Friday thanks to the NBA playoffs. And it, it's not even an excuse. That's legit the reason they got such low reviews. Exactly. Well, well, look at the death sentence back in the day. It's like before Impact got on Access TV and did that stuff. And, I mean, they're still on Twitch. Mm. But remember when they were on Pursuit for like a like a short period of yeah. time and they were oh, on Friday? I remember Pursuit. Pepperidge Farm remembers Pursuit. Oh goodness! But yeah, no, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. That that was a dead sentence. They were on Fridays at 10 p.m. on Twitch mm. and and friggin' Pursuit, which the only thing that they had on Pursuit was the wrestling, and then everything else was outdoor stuff. Where you <laughs> got friggin' you remember that they had bass. I do, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna put wrestling on an outdoors channel. What? Yeah. Well, the, the anthem owned had like a stake in the channel or whatever so they're like okay we'll put this in as a like a stopgap before we get another network and it's friggin' you get to see people fishing and grilling and all this crap and then just... oh, here's impact wrestling i was just gonna say it was like coming up next after bob's fishing lures impact wrestling <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck it's like if they were on, actually were on boulder <clears throat> creek TVs. yeah yeah it, it would be the uk version of pursuit that's bold yeah as bold. Um, well, sticking on the topic of AEW, um, a little bit of a controversial retirement um, a couple of days ago. Leo. Well, yesterday, Leo Rush, uh, who says, you know, basically he's really injured. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if people noticed how hard this guy worked after he left WWE, they might know how fucking banged up he is. Like, he was beating the shit out of himself he was on the blood circuit uh, on the blood sport tour for a little bit and it's like none of those matches are are fun like oh. you're in a fucking ring with no pad you're taking bumps on straight pine you know some of it shoot hitting you know what i mean it's like it's it, and it you know it's a nice combination of, of of real and and uh and scripted but it was like i'm sure it took a toll on him and then on top of that I'm pretty sure this guy was uh, one of the other ones that battled mentally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, you know, WWE will fucking scar the hell out of you. Yeah, well, I mean, he said he was retired when he left WWE. Mm-hmm. He tried. He tried to find the love, and and then he, he it just, I don't know. It just didn't work out for him, and then fucking stupid shit Greg Hamlin or whatever the fuck dumbass his name yeah. is. Oh, Greg Hamilton. Hamilton. Whatever the fuck his name is. What a fucking ass bag. Like, dude, how dare you, like, but, like, first off, you're a fucking ring announcer. Don't be belittling a damn person, okay? You're a fucking ring announcer, bub. Like, you're you're bottom of the totem pole. You're not even Lillian Garcia, pal, okay? It's, it's like, it just, it's fucking, it blew my mind to read that text, and it's like, yeah, of course, yeah, you better fucking take it down. And he's not going to be punished for it because why would he? Because oh, well, whatever, doesn't matter. There, but it's like, this is that kind of shit. This is why these guys have these fucking mental scars. They fucking leave, and the first thing people do is they bash them. You know, I fucking retire because you know I I can't you know deal with maybe I can't deal with the travel. I can't deal with the you know. I mean, he says he was legit hurt. Yeah, and has like, a newborn. Fucking, and yeah, they let the guy be a dad fucking come on 
people want to give him shit for what? Fucking kills me. We can't let people be happy. No, we're not. We're not allowed to be happy anymore. Well, when Tyler Rex retired from wrestling, I mean, he he was even talking about travel and stuff like that. I mean, now he's now he's Gabby Tuft. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's one of the. Oh, okay, I'll be honest with you, man. I've I've seen those Instagram lives. Oh, okay. So now he's Gabby Tuft. God bless him. But yeah, I mean, it happens where it's like you know the mental with the mental tear, the physical tear. Uh, you know, you want to be a dad, you want to be a family man. Look at Marks right now. He's he's about to have a kid. He wants to be a dad. He wants to be a family man right now. But yeah, man, it's just leave everybody alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they're living life and they're not hurting anybody, just leave everybody alone. I mean, he mm-hmm. said he's gonna fulfill his dates in New Japan. Yeah, and then he'll go be a dad. Good friend. Um, I think he also still has two championships. I. He beat Laredo Kid for the uh, middleweight uh, for the AEW Cruiserweight title. Triple A Cruiserweight. What did I say? Yeah, Triple A. Did I say AEW? Triple A. I'm like, hey, AEW don't have a Cruiserweight title. I'm all fucking about it. <laughs> yeah, Triple uh, A. Um, and I think. Yeah. I think he lost the MLW middleweight title. But I'm sure he has another one too. Okay. I was gonna say with AEW, aren't they gonna? Wasn't there talk about introducing like a trios championship, like the six man tag? Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah MCW, that's the other one. On uh, Leo Rush also, I think, still has the MCW Rage TV title. Uh, Maryland Championship Wrestling. Yep. Maryland. Fuck. That's a kick-ass title name. Yeah, Rage TV. <laughs> that's just Mondays. <laughs> that's just my <laughs> absolutely um yeah so there we go i mean we also i was also going to talk about andrade but uh we've kind of met, covered it already but i mean it was great to see him show up on dynamite on friday like i watched dynamite the next day after seeing this news so i woke up on saturday and i didn't see a damn thing about smackdown all i saw was andrade all over social media Mm-hmm. And then I saw Gail Kim's tweet. Um, every tweet is about AEW tonight. Wasn't SmackDown on? <laughs> well, oh. since we since we brought it up, I gotta I gotta ask or I gotta say one quick thing. So like I'm I was watching this thing and I was again with the whole review part of it. I'm like doing and I'm like why is it? I felt like he didn't really get a pop. And the biggest reason yeah. for that I think is no intro music. Yeah, what the fuck was that? You know, you got fucking Vicky out there cackling. Yeah, like you could barely understand the fucking broad to begin with. I, yeah, I think they were too busy still booing her that they <laughs> forgot to react for Andrade. They Which really is fine. I don't have a problem. But again, her fucking scratchy, loud ass voice. You barely understand the name. And then all you had to do was have some, even if it was generic music as fuck. Yeah. Like just give him a fucking little intro thing. With his name on the screen, that place would have shit a brick. That yeah, he didn't even get a graphic. No, nothing. And it's like, oh god, what a waste. Tony, what are you doing? And then again, because there's no music, he just stops talking, hands fucking Vicky the mic, and they leave, and everybody is confused. Like, uh, is he done? Are are they are they done? Because we don't know. Yeah, it, it, was, it was very awkward, but at the same time, you know, it made headlines. 
and yeah, Andrade is now in AAA and AEW. Mm-hmm. You know what that reminded me of? Watching him come out with Vicky Guerrero reminded me in 2009 when WWE had it, for those that remember, Eric Escobar and friggin' Vicky Guerrero was managing Eric Escobar. That's what it reminded Eric me Escobar. of watching her with him. Eric Escobar. Escobar. <laughs> remember Eric Escobar, Des? No. Uh, the name doesn't like I'm trying about. so hard to think. He was in there for a cup of coffee in 2009. He was a heel. I think in his first match, he beat Matt Hardy. And then, like, hey, he was losing to the Hart Dynasty and Vicky Guerrero turned on him. Oh, 2009 was, like, my first WWE hiatus. Yeah, he was there. That's reminding me of Eric Escobar. Eric Escobar. Okay. Oh, okay, so he debuted in the fall of 2009. He was released yeah. in January 2010. There you go. Nice. He's there for Oh, no, I was going to ask you, Moses, to do Escobar again, because I can't roll my eyes. Oh, Escobar. <laughs> Thank you. So, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. But, no, I mean, I if Andrade is going to be a Vicky Guerrero, okay, that, that's oh, fine. Oh, this fucking dweeb. what I do? No, 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 not you. I'm, I, I just looked up fucking Eric Escobar. It, oh, Escobar. <clears throat> yes, I'm like, she... oh, I recognize the shit out of him. Uh, yes, Vicky is annoying <laughs> as fuck, but... It looks like a bad razor. <laughs> but, um... oh, God. He, no, no, no. He looks like fake. He looks. He looks like he's trying to impersonate fake razor. Hey, first and foremost, God rest his soul. And I want you to listen to that interview that I did with Rick Tight and Rick Wagner. It's a good one. Will do. Thank you. Because as soon as I heard you talking about that and the fact that you said that he looks like he has a stroke, I was like, oh my God, oh. because. I was listening to your retro rewind there, mister. And I'm like, I got to send this to you so you know who the hell Rick Bogner is. He's a Canadian trying to play Razor Ramon with the, with the accent. He's, He's trying a- way too fucking hard. I know, man. I know. Like, way too fucking hard. Like, this guy is like, he's so not only is his accent on, like, I got to try by a million, but then he's like, shit, I got to figure out how to look like Razor. Razor used to do this with his face. And so he did the thing with it, and I'm like, dude, are you having a stroke? Like, can you just, like, fucking not make that face? Because what the fuck, pal? <laughs> Is that, like, I don't know how you can make your eye droop, but he did it. Yeah, Moses, you got to listen to it. We talked about him trying to do the accent. Uh, he, You know, he's dead. He passed away a couple years. He's only 49. Young dude. Oh, it's terrible. Who did? The fake, fake razor. razor. Oh, fake razor, yeah. I thought you meant Eric Escobar. No, Eric Escobar's still alive. I saw he did interview not too long ago. I mean, he's still alive, but his career is dead. There you go. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so what I'm saying, um, Vicky Guerrero is annoying as fuck, but it makes sense, you know, uh, who, knows, who knows more about managing or at least being in the corner of uh, Mexican wrestling royalty. Hey, right? at least it's, as long as it's her not with Nyla Rose, I'm happy. <clears throat> oh, Nyla Rose. What a waste of cheeseburgers. Yeah, right? You fucking a-hole. <laughs> With the McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, that was the Burger Kings. That's how you know. That was, T- that was TK. TK got the plug. Yeah, they didn't They didn't get the Big Macs yet. She had all the, the, the vouchers on the tray, on the table. <laughs> She's like, she, oh yeah, everybody, look underneath your chair, everybody gets a fucking burger voucher. Everybody's like, I ain't got one. They're like, huh? <laughs> and 
<laughs> She's like, oh, nope, I got them all right here. And I'm like, okay, well, you're a bitch, but all right. Get all the business, man. Get McDonald's, get friggin' Burger King, uh, get Five Guys, Dazzy, Five Guys, I, yep. I don't know what to be more confused on because, like, that whole, that whole, everybody in the ring was such an oddball pairing. Yeah. You had, like, the fucking librarians, and then you had fucking, uh, goddamn, uh, Jack Evans and, and then Helico, and fucking Nile Rose is there. And I'm like, who in the fuck? Just, did you just get, like, count heads and say, get out there? I said, okay, we need nine people for this segment. One, two, three, four, five. You in the back. <laughs> Fucking let's go. It was a one giant game of eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Probably. All for Nyla to do is Troy some burgers. Yeah. Yep. Some some very good looking burgers. Yeah. On the fish. I would have ate those burgers. Yeah. 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 You know what reminds me of what burgers, man? It reminds me of Neil Patrick Harris and Harold and Kumar to go to White Castle. Yeah, yeah, White Castle's nasty. Fur burgers. Oh, the fur burgers. <laughs> you say White Castle, I say the Castle of White. The Castle of, <laughs> castle of White. Probably White. my favorite ever Impractical Jokers sketch. Or skit, whatever the <laughs> hell they want to call it. Yeah, the Castle <laughs> And uh yeah, so Q was working behind the counter. And he had to say everything in like a medieval way. It was great. And then of course I he couldn't love it. Oh, I gotta watch it. Then of course he couldn't work to check out. He's like, "Tis confusion." Tis. <laughs> I get. Oh god, I'm already dying. <laughs> oh. It's gonna be so great. Okay. <laughs> my wife put me onto that show, and I'm like, "Well, how did you guys find this show?" They're like, "Oh, we." My dad one day was skipping channels. Like, and saw it, turned it on, like, left it on, and it, like, just kept playing and playing and playing, and it became a staple at the house. Oh, yeah, there's hundreds of so them. So I'm like, oh, it's a fucking staple. It's not as much of a staple here, but when it's on, it goes on for hours. Yeah. It's... <laughs> oh, they're fucking hilarious. There's, like, weeks where it just takes over Comedy Central in the UK, the UK version of Comedy Central. Oh, yeah, I forget. I've It's on... I forgot. I don't have fucking no clue what channel it's on. I forget. All I know is, is like one minute I'll be sitting there doing like my report, and then my wife starts dying. I'm like, "What the fuck, you watch it?" And I, I have to get up and go watch. And oh god, Murr's the, he's the best <laughs> and the worst. Like I, I remember I the first time. Oh god, what was it? Uh, it's a skit. He fucking rides in on this bag. I hit the floor. Something about him riding in on this bag was just the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. I my my stomach hurt. I was crying so hard. Oh, it was the greatest thing ever. Oh, I gotta find that skit. So Mike, you've sent a link. Yes. Um and I can't watch it because it says this video contains content from Turner AST. I was gonna send a link, which probably would have given you the same message because it's from Comedy Central UK. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, oh, speaking of, I forgot to mention this before. The only thing that made me laugh really on Raw is so the Miz in his WWE 12 esque in the wheelchair as everybody laughed because remember that storyline in WWE 12 when he was the GM and he got hurt. I so, didn't until you pointed it out. Yeah, I don't remember playing 12, <laughs> but God, I'm so glad uh, I did. 
so Miz is out there in the wheelchair, and John Morrison is going to enter the tag team battle royal, which was won by the Viking Raiders, who are now going to face AJ and Almas for the tag titles. So <laughs> Morrison's doing the pose, and Miz almost friggin' falls on his ass while the wheelchair is going down, and he's like, ah! And then Morrison's like, oh shit, let me get the wheelchair. It was funny. I will have to say, if you want to laugh, watch Miz going down the friggin' ramp, and Morrison's like, oh shit, I gotta catch him. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Alright. Wow. Uh, something funny happened on Raw. <clears throat> well I'm saying that that in of itself it's is a hilarious. rare occasion. I'm just saying that was funny. I mean if you want to get a laugh, that was really like the only thing that was funny. Yeah. I laugh enough at the creative team. Alright. I'm just saying why you make laugh. I'm just saying, watch you miss Paul on You know what? In a couple of weeks we gotta predict hack in a cell. That we do. Oh shit. Oh wait, that's the next week. Is it next week? Ah, oh. next week. Fuck. Great. Son of a bitch. So, so looking forward to it, people, as you can tell. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know me, eager as a beaver. Yeah, it is next week. We have to predict it. Okay then. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is the Max Dressing Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Dressing on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Dressing UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And now on the brand new TikTok Network. Enjoy Max Wrestling Click along time. with Netflix, Open Roads, Smart Mark Radio, and the Mike with Mike, Ryan Squared, Bold Rivals, Wrestling Millionaire, and more on KTN. Go to clicktalknetwork.weebly.com. And of course, as always, go check out maxwrestling.net. You can follow us on social media at the Captain 512 at MCL92, at Walker underscore TA92 when Travis is back, and at SMRPodNet. And before we tap out and bid you adieu, remember, Twitch makes Vince a dick itch. Everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker. And everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock. Including Moses. Fucking A right. So I've already admitted that I'm uh, not lazy, but I have unfinished projects that have yet to drop. Like a second retro, which definitely means everybody's in for a whole lot of shit come Monday. Because I already have Halloween Havoc written out and I just need to record it. So there's going to be at least one of the back-to-back pay-per-views as far as the retro 96 in your house buried alive and halloween havoc probably dropping monday uh retro not retro that's the bolt rant stuff is is coming out slowly but surely there's there's really not a lot to talk about otas is happening guys are not wearing pads and nobody's gotten hurt yet so there's a plus uh trying to think of that's uh double or nothing review should be out tonight uh, I, it is recorded. It is in the middle of editing. It is not short. It is over an hour. So uh, put your fucking seatbelt on for that one. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Originally, the first time I watched or the first time I rewatched uh, Brian Cage versus Adam Page, I gave it five stars. Ooh. I then retracted it. But just want to let you know, like I was all about that match. Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, Twitch. Uh, Big Mo two four two five at twitch.tv. Uh, currently suspended because I uh, streamed the the Floyd Mayweather fucking uh, <laughs> Logan Paul fight, which was ass by the way. It was a fucking uh, for anybody that asked. Uh, fucking Logan Paul got knocked out in the fifth. Floyd Mayweather held him up. It was oh, Daz, this yep. motherfucker Floyd, you knocked him the fuck out. Why are you letting him up, man? Why are you just? Why? Just don't go the distance with him. Knock him the fuck out. Well, no, no. Him. If you, if the the fucked up thing is, is like he knows he's gonna make his money. But there was a part. I think it was either the fifth or the sixth round, 
where Logan gets caught with a with a right hand and yep. he goes limp and he's out and you can see he's out and you see fucking Floyd rush in and catch him. And I'm like, why are you hugging him? You hit him. And it's I, like, yep, dude, you fucking knocked him out. You, you, they, they knew what they were doing. I, but it's fine. Logan Paul's going to – he's really going to eat a punch when he goes against Tyron Woodley. Uh, I, like, I loved his uh, response to people saying he got knocked out. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, dude, I mean, I will absolutely give him his props. Like, you went in there with one of the greatest boxes of all time. But you also went in there weighing 35 pounds more, being like six inches taller, and a guy who has never, ever, 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 ever been known for knockouts. Just like Ben Askren, pal. You fucking, you fought an MMA fighter? No, you fought a wrestler. Mike, who are you talking to? Hey, you're going to steal Daz's line already? my line. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's cool. So when it when it comes to the shows, man, uh, I just had on the muscle milf herself, Miss Susan K, bodybuilder, getting to the sessions wrestling world. We talked about her adult content on Pornhub. We talked about bodybuilding. We talked about a whole lot of which was a lot of fun. Uh, I just had the LFC podcast. Got over a hundred episodes now, boys. Uh, nice. Jolene the Valkyrie and thank you. Jolene the Valkyrie Hex and Terry Feisty Fist London are the latest guests on the show. Talk about the upcoming event in Sturgis. In August and a whole lot of LFC. I got Jezebel Romo coming on to talk about her LFC debut. And we're going to talk some Santino brothers, Moses Marquez. And we're going to talk some Lucha Girls, baby. Um, Santino bros. Yep, yep, yep. So we're going to do that up in the upcoming days and whatnot. So it's going to be a fun week in general for LFC and the podcast world for the podcast machine. Uh, I'm on TikTok now doing those uh, Life of Mike videos, but in shorter versions. I'm Mike Larkin802, whatever the fuck that is. So yeah, that's where you can follow me on TikTok. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> M. Larkin MB. I'm going to do some more of those Life of Mikes. The next one's going to be about Second Chances, which is going to be uh, very cool. I'm going to get a little emotional, a little choked up as I'm talking about it, think about it in the old noggin, if you will. So it's going to be fun to really inspire and encourage with my words and actions. You can check me out with Larkin underscore 92 on the Instagram as well. SM Show 1, MCL92 on that Twitter machine, man. StephenMikeShow.com, LaundryFC.com, WrestlingWithWrestling.com, Max Wrestling UK, man. Dazzy, Moses Marquez, Travis the Walker Anderson, Mike Lark, and the four Max Wrestling Horsemen. Dazzy and I just did some remakes talking about it, part two, Netpicks pod. I'm not talking about part two of my confessions. I'm talking about part two on some original and remakes. We got some more shows coming on Netpicks. Nestle Quick, I want some of that chocolate milk, goddammit. So thank you so much for listening. Also, when you say Jezebel, you got to say it like Jim Ross. Jezebel. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And join us. Next week. For Heck in a Cell predictions, a.k.a. rematch in a cell. Rematches in a cell. Yeah, we're calling it rematch in a cell this year. Yeah, we got uh, Rhea. There's three matches. Yep, Rhea and Charlotte, Bianca and Bailey, and Drew and Bobby Lashley. Woohoo! Three matches booked and a week to go. Didn't he do this last year? Yes. Yeah, dumbasses. Yeah. Um, well, probably, I was actually interested in last year's. Yes, but they're probably going to add AJ and Omos and uh, the Viking Raiders, mm. and they're going to add something else. No, no, um... 
yeah, even I notice AJ Nomas against uh, RK Bro, right? No, AJ Nomas against the Viking Raiders. They're the number one contenders. Viking Raiders are. Oh. Then why are they feuding with RK Bro? They're not feuding with RK Bro. I saw a video this week where Matt Riddle was talking to. Well, he was cutting a promo when AJ and Omos were on the stage. And Riddle's like, we got a new t-shirt, bro. I'm wearing two because Randy doesn't wear t-shirts. He also doesn't wear pants. That was the tag team battle war. But Matt, Matt, Matt Riddle sacrificed himself because Randy Orton was going to take, I believe, a trouble in paradise. So Riddle sacrificed oh. Randy Orton. So that was before the match? That was before the match, yeah. Oh, okay. Why the hell would you book Viking Raiders in a tag title match over RK, bro? Because they're supposed to be teasing dissension, possibly, with RK, bro. Oh, man, but they're getting over. This is why I stopped watching WWE. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll, we'll cross that bridge next week. This was episode 326. We will catch your ass down the open road. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bye. Phoenix, you dumbass. <laughs> 14 days of coming for what's mine, you bird fucker. All you gotta do is use an ankle lock.